welcome to the Digiday podcast. My name is Keely Barber. I am a media editor at Digiday. I'm Tim Peterson, senior media editor at Digiday. Tim, this week you spoke with Chris Berend, who is the EVP of digital for NBC Universal News Group. One question I have is I've noticed a lot of news broadcasters have been increasingly focusing on their streaming platform presence and I guess trying to figure out what that audience looks like um, and how it's different from just a traditional broadcast kind of news audience. I imagine that NBC News is kind of focusing on this as well. Did Chris get into kind of the growth that they're seeing on um, streaming platforms? Yeah, he mentioned, so like, as you mentioned, a lot of pretty much all of the TV news networks are pushing into streaming, just like anyone in the TV industry is these days. Uh, NBC Universal News Group is no exception. So they have NBC News Now, which is this free ad supported streaming service. It's available online, but it's also available through Peacock, which is NBCU's streaming service um, and is up on, I think, Samsung TVs is the latest platform that um, Chris mentioned it being on, but he talked about how I think he said he had, it you know, has tens of millions of people who are listening every month, but he talks about how watch time is the metric that they're most keeping an eye on. Um, but yeah, they're you know very active in that space. They have three different new streaming services at this point, and they've been hiring a lot. Um, they've pretty much doubled the headcount of people working on streaming, and that's been a big push for them. Got it. So are they, I guess, like syndicating content that was originally broadcasted, or are they trying to find like I guess, new content approaches to fit the audiences on these platforms? Because I feel like, to a degree, streaming audiences are slightly different from broadcast audiences, cable audiences. I could be wrong there, but I mean, it does sound like there's a lot of growth. So I'm curious, are they doing anything that's you know specifically special for streaming? Yeah. And, that, and that's been something that like all of these TV news networks have been um, working on is figuring out that programming mix. Um, but, you know, with NBC News now, they started out with eight hours of live programming on the service um, back when it launched in 2019. And I believe Chris said it's now up to 12 hours. Um, and so a year ago, they added a morning news show for NBC News now. Uh, in September, they added a evening newscast, and they also have like a weekly news magazine in the works. And so they're definitely pushing into more original programming for the streaming service. I will let you take it away with the interview with Chris. Before you do that, though, I just want to call out that later this week, the Digiday podcast is doing a special two-part mini-series that will take place on Thursdays. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit about what that's going to look like? Yep. So our platform's data and privacy reporter, Kate Kay, has put together a special mini-series called Kill Your Algorithm, in which she is looking at what's going on with the Federal Trade Commission, which has gotten really active this year under um, the new chair, Lena Khan. Um, in the Biden administration, and they're getting very active when it comes to uh, enforcing antitrust or looking to enforce antitrust, um, as well as um, the work they're doing around privacy enforcement. So first episode of that two-part series will premiere in the Digiday podcast feed this Thursday, October 21st, and then stay tuned for the second part um, to premiere on next Thursday, October 28th. I'm really excited for this bonus series, um, so everyone should definitely tune in. Take it away with Chris. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Kelly. 
Chris Barron, welcome to the DJ Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So it used to be easy to you know talk about the digital side of news because it was there were pretty clear lines between you know digital and linear, or you know in the case of publishers, digital and print. But especially in TV, we're in this line blurring era um, with respect to particularly streaming. So I'd love to start out like you oversee digital at NBC News Group, but What's the scope of NBC News Group's digital arm at this point? I think you're right that we are in a very different place than we were, gosh, even probably two, just two years ago, right? When we were, uh, all of us in, in news organizations, big and small, were squarely focused on an election uh, and, and everything that that entailed. And I think that coming out of it, um, we have begun to look at our business uh, with a lot more clarity, I think. Um, and and for us, what the digital business at the, the news group comprises is is uh, quite a bit, and there's quite a lot of range. So really, when we, we talk about the news group, what we're talking about um, are some very familiar brands. So NBC News and the franchises that, um, that are associated with NBC News, um, MSNBC, uh, and CNBC. So th- those are the the brands that that comprise the news group. We have a myriad of of products and sort of business lines um, and editorial uh, lines that that um, go underneath those brands. But those are the three hero brands. Um, on the digital side, it's a little bit uh, there's sort of an and with that. So you have um, those three brands I mentioned, and I would say the Today brand uh, as a as a standalone. Uh, entity um, is is quite large and sort of stands up uh, in a digital landscape uh, quite well alongside those other three brands. So really, when we talk about digital at the news group, we're talking about today, uh, NBC News, um, MSNBC, and CNBC. Um, from a just a range of products, you know what that really gives you is, you know, um, uh, you know we've got when you look at them together. Um, we are by audience, by Comscore audience, the the, the largest news organization uh, in the United States. Um, for the past uh, five or six months, we've beaten CNN and 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 many others. Um, I think the thing that excites us about what we have and what makes us special is that when you look at that array of brands and the business lines that we're in, you know, we are um, we are a number not just a number one publisher, but with today we're also a top five lifestyle publisher. Right, um, we are number one in business and money with CNBC. Um, we uh, are a top streamer in streaming news, and, and I know we'll talk about that in a second. We are a commerce and shopping juggernaut with with both Today and and NBC Select. Um, we have a burgeoning subscription business um, thanks to to CNBC that that we're investing in, and we're also a top ten podcaster. So. It, Digital for us is not one thing. It's not one single play. It's not just about publishing articles on the internet. It's not just about streaming. It's not just about text versus video versus audio. It's all of those things. And so I, I think that's, you know, when we look at the landscape and look at the, the path forward, it's about how do we make all those things fit together? Where do we place our emphasis? And ro- what is the role of each of those mediums, whether it's a traditional publishing business on the internet whether it's streaming, whether it's subscription, you know, how, how do they feed each other and plug in? So, you know, I, I think unlike 
most news organizations, and I would dare say may, maybe any other news organization, um, we are legitimately in all these different businesses and in a, in a variety of spaces, not just what you would think of as as core general news, but uh, much broader than that. And when you talk about like where you're putting the emphasis, it seems like streaming has been the like, kind of the first priority at the moment. It's been, what, two and a half years, close to two and a half years at this point since NBC News Now rolled out, which is your free 24-7 um, streaming service. And then you also have NBC, MSNBC's The Choice, um, and then Today, All Day. So with streaming, like, when did that really for you become the first priority? Like, obviously, you you love all your children and everything like that, but streaming does seem like it's the centerpiece at the moment. Well, streaming certainly, look, for, for anyone in our business and probably most people listening to this podcast, streaming is the, is also the really fun thing to talk about, right? Um, uh, we are, at heart, our company, NBC Universal, you know, has a lot of different components to it, but it is... Um, you know, it is a becoming a streaming company in, in, in large in large ways, uh, in addition to parks and other things. And so, streaming is clearly a priority for our company uh, with Peacock and and the success that we've seen there. And and by association with that, streaming is part of the competency that we're building for the news group. Um, I think that look, I, I don't I don't pretend to know, you know, uh, the future in terms of what's what, what the streaming landscape is going to look like in 36 months. I don't think many people do. Um, I can tell you that, that we know it's going to be a big priority for us. Um, you know, just, um, you know, a, a few months ago, we announced um, over 200 new, new jobs uh, in our digital organization. A good bulk of those are going into streaming. Um, you know, we've, we've hired like something like 100 people just in the past few months. Um, that's going to continue. What was it before that? It was probably, I would say, you know, that that's almost probably a, a, about a doubling of the staff, um, and you know that clearly as we begin to add more hours and 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 more programming across our streaming products, um, that will grow. Um, streaming, you know, for us and, and I think news divisions and companies of, of similar profile, we kind of inherently know how to do streaming. We know how to make uh, different forms of of television as something we've been doing for. For decades, um, there certainly are some different rules to it, but but obviously it's a huge priority. Um, at the center of that so far has been NBC News Now, and it's it's just it's just been a fantastic success for us. We you know we 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 were uh, just in the past few months sort of consistently at twenty million hours or more that are being consumed with that. Uh, just How about many unique viewers are you getting a month? Uh, in the tens of millions. Um, it depends on the month, but really what we what we focus on are the hours. Because uh, that's uh, the Why is that? it's the primary indicator of, of both engagement time, how long people are spending with us, um, uh, which is you know a, a good a good metric to judge how satisfying you're being to the audience. Um, it's also you know it is an AVOD product, is an ad supported product, um, and so when we measure the, the the financial components of it, you know uh, the, the revenue is directly linked to how many hours um, that we're um, we're putting out there and being consumed uh, in the world. So NBC News Now has been a huge priority. It will continue to be. Uh, we're really, really proud of it. Uh, we, we just, uh, within the past month or so, added uh, a new 
uh, a new show with Tom Yamas um, in the evenings. You're going to be seeing some more programming coming from Hallie Jackson and, and Joshua Johnson. And so um, I, we just can't be, we're, we're just incredibly pumped. Um, it's not the only uh, streaming product. As you mentioned, we have others with, with MSNBC's The Choice on Peacock. Um, uh, that's been a great success for us in terms of, you know, really beginning to, to seed new talent for the brand. Um, uh, if you spent an hour with Mehdi Hassan on The Choice, it's an hour well spent. Um, he, he has uh, really begun to take off uh, there. Zerlina's doing fantastic. Uh, and with today, you know, the, today all day is a chance for us to to, to take it, the show that, that people normally think of as a morning program and extend it out into a 24-7 lifestyle network. And so we're aggressively building that out and are doing all sorts of things there from, from specials with talent to shopping shows to whatever it may be. So it, it, streaming is clearly, uh, we believe it's in our DNA. Um, it is an integral part of our future. It's not the only thing we're going to be doing and certainly not the only thing we're investing in, but it, it is, um, it's really exciting. Uh, and it's hard work. And, you know, so we're, we're digging into to make sure that we're investing in doing it the right way. Right. And you mentioned like the three kind of, you know, flagship news streaming services that you all have. Um, a lot of the other, you know, TV news networks that are pushed into streaming have kind of, or are going more or less all in on like one service. Like CBS has done this with CBS and ABC News has ABC News Live. CNN is going to have CNN Plus. I guess Fox News is a little bit different because they have the weather in addition to what they're doing with Fox Nation. But for you all, why have multiple streaming services as opposed to like giving news viewers kind of a one-stop shop? Well, I think, I mean, the this sort of goes back to the nature of of the news group and that we we are not one thing. We have uh, we have different brands and frankly, for different audiences and for different needs. Um, you know, the Today brand is obviously very much a part of NBC News, but but increasingly we see an opportunity to carve out, especially in streaming and in digital, uh, a lifestyle path for that brand, right? And so that's a distinct experience that is different from uh, a general news uh, product. It doesn't mean the two can't, can't co-mingle, and, and sometimes they do. And, and I, I think you, you may see some of that every so often. Um, but that, you know, today all day is different from what, what consumers are going to expect from a general news product. Um, and by the same token, you know, the MSNBC brand um, stands for this very, you know, our own unique brand of, of perspective uh, and smart analysis. It's less headline driven, uh, certainly uh, in, in prime time. And, and so when we look at the streaming options for MSNBC, um, that is distinctly different from the Today Show and that brand, right? So we feel like with each of these, each of these, um, each of these products, we're actually reaching into different audiences. And to me, that's that's one of the really exciting things about streaming is that you know you can get really just high engagement within particular niches, right? I mean, the rules are kind of being rewritten right now, and I, I don't think you know for us when we have this. Um, just sort of embarrassment of riches on the on the IP front and on the brand front. We have a pretty good idea of who our audiences are, and we're trying to create products directly for them, and not trying to necessarily, you know, mishmash them into um, a super broad product. And it makes sense, like as you said, how today all day differentiates from the other two. But NBC News Now and the choice from MSNBC 
how do those differentiate? Because it feels like those two, there would be a lot of overlap. I think they're, they're you know, certainly, look, depending on the day, like if there's an enormous news story happening in real time, um, you're certainly going to get some of it on the choice because um, uh, the choice is, is informed by the news. And frankly, you know, the news gathering apparatus that we have uh, at the news group uh, serves the choice just as it does NBC News Now and, and our other platforms. Um, the distinct difference is that, you know, with NBC News Now, it is not a perspective product. It is very much um, about the facts as they are in real time um, and some smart analysis that goes with it. Um, you know, with the choice, you're going to get the point of view of the MSNBC brand and and that voice and that and and that's uh, that smart and studied analysis and and those are two distinctly different uh, products and 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 frankly, we think different audiences. We're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsor, and we'll be right back with NBC News now. So you've been adding more programming over the past year where. I think it was a year ago at this time, you added a morning news show. Um, last month, as you mentioned, you added a nightly newscast. There's also a weekly news magazine that's you know in the, uh, in the mix or going to be in the mix, um, which like those are kind of hallmarks of a linear TV news network, morning news show, nightly news show, a weekly news magazine. So how are you looking at NBC News now? Uh, in comparison and contrasting with a traditional TV news network? Well, I think, you know, so a couple things. One, the, some things, you know, from uh, some truisms from TV, um, we found interestingly that, that also are consistent on streaming, which is anytime we're adding good programming, we see audience react to it, right? And so we see the we see the hours go up when we invest in original programming. And that's been... That's been really fantastic to see, you know, especially with 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 Tom's show coming online uh, most recently. Um, I think the biggest difference for anyone that's in the streaming business versus TV is just the real time data aspect of it and the ability to um, to change up the way a a producing staff looks at a rundown, to change up the way they look at story choice. TV producers have always had to to go off the ratings they see the following day. Um, right. Where, whereas now with the real time data we have around, not just the stream, but everything else that's going on across our digital platforms, we have a pretty good sense of what's resonating. And so I think, uh, I don't think it's about reinventing the format in streaming. I think it's about just being smarter with what we're delivering and, and the editorial that, that we're delivering and, and empowering those, those editors and those teams, uh, to make, uh, to make uh, smarter and bolder choices, uh, in real time. That so how does that come difference. into play? Well, I mean, listen, every, you know, it, it goes back to sort of, uh, in some ways, classic newsroom. It's like, it's making sure that that your producing teams have the real-time analytics about what's happening on .com. It's, it is very, very regular and frequent uh, feedback uh, with our audience intelligence team around what hours and what, what, what minutes um, have resonated and where we see the spikes um, uh, across the day. Um, they're able to see to, to get the feedback uh, in the data uh, very very fast, and they don't need to wait 24 hours to see how it's going. And I, I just think that that's um, that's sort of a fundamentally different um, way of working than say you know five ten years ago. And so is that like oh we had planned to do this segment on 
whatever you know topic um but let's scrap that because we're seeing that you know on the dot com this article is really popping so let's get up a you know a segment about that yeah i think that there, there's some of that but there's also you know i mean look the the advantage of being part of a digital news organization and having a really robust dot com is that you know the story volume every day on our dot com is in the many hundreds right and so it may be that there's a story resonating on .com that may not fit into your traditional top five national news stories that day, but we can tell it is is resonating. And so, um, you know, they now have access to that information. Whether they decide to plug that into the lineup is up to them, right? But but I think it it helps you find more creative uh, or have access to more creative storytelling. Uh, and story choice. And I, I think that's that's been a real uh, advantage for us. Is there a pressure to be more original and unique with the programming that's going up on NBC News now because the audience may be more plugged in than the linear audience? So they, you know, it, it may be harder to surprise them with a story or to like present, or you may be more likely to present them with a story where they're just like, oh, I already saw a tweet about this. So like, eh, I don't need to watch. I mean, the the... The audience is a little bit younger than traditional TV. You're looking at you know, an audience in its sort of low, uh, low, late 30s, low 40s. Um, so certainly, I think you know, in some cases, there there are some generational differences in their news habits uh, versus some traditional TV uh, TV viewers. Um, you know, we have found, frankly, that when we really invest in what we know we do well, which is really smart reporters on the ground on stories that we know matter like it's a, it's it's by the way not the easiest thing to do it's simple to say but hard to do um that's what resonates that's where we see engagement go up uh, is when we're there with the story and and we have those correspondents they're telling it and so um you know some of this again as i mentioned earlier i don't know that it's necessarily about reinventing format um we we can probably take some more some more chances on story choice uh, and you know, we're, it's it's been a great, um, you know, a, a great place to also get um, more talent out there into the world uh, and really put on display the the folks that that we've invested in. What are the chances on story choice you'd like to take? Uh, I will leave that up to the editorial teams, um, uh, but I know that that with the um, with with some of the program that's coming, that that we're really excited about it. We obviously have. A, Look, I mean, it's we're going to be at the midterms before we know it. So obviously, oh, we geez. have we have uh, uh, we have a lot more politics to come. Um, I'm really excited for what for what Joshua is going to bring to us. Um, you know, he's he's someone who came you know originally uh, has a has a radio background and and is just incredibly thoughtful and uh, and has thoughtful takes on the news. So I'm excited to see what he'll do there uh, in an interesting way and and what Hallie's going to do. So, um, so stay tuned. And so well, like when NBC news now launched, it was eight hours of live programming a day. What's it at now? Um, I believe we're up to 12 and we should be going up, um, uh, of course, further, probably towards the beginning of next year. What are you expecting to be at the beginning of next year? I don't know yet. We're looking at it. We're looking at it. I mean, you know, I, I will say we're right now, what we're investing in is, is, um, sort of our prime lineup, our primetime lineup. Um, you know, we've got original hours in the morning and, and the afternoon. Uh, we're looking at prime now. We'll, you know, 
we'll be looking at weekends as well and seeing seeing what the smart thing to do there is. To what extent are you looking at like live programming as opposed to banking, docu-series, and, and kind of more original programming, but not necessarily live programming? Um, I will say that, that when we when we made the emphasis around live program, that's when live is really what, what gave us liftoff. And, um, you know, I think that, look, we're, we're all in the consumer choice business. Like there is no shortage of news out there. There's already no shortage of streaming news out there. It's already a very crowded place. And when you see the NBC news now logo, it, you know, as soon as you see it, you think, well, that must be live. That must be live news, right? It's a very sort of simple consumer reaction and the research shows it and the performance shows it when we're live more people watch for longer. Uh, that's just the bottom line. That doesn't mean we're not going to do smart tape. We've done some great specials um, uh, that have, that have really moved the needle for us. But I think that look, live programming live is going to be a key part of the equation uh, with this product. And, and um, it's been really great just to, to see that. Yeah. Cause it, it also seems like a challenge with live and streaming is that it's time zones are even flatter in streaming. So like, the nightly newscast you all have that's airs originally at 7 p.m. Eastern, but for me on the West coast, it's at 4 p.m. And so then you're doing repeats. So then I can watch it and kind of, you know, whenever I'm off work or whatever, but then at that point, like if I'm watching a repeat, maybe it, it, I mean, with the news cycle, it could be old news at that point. So how are you figuring out like how to strike that balance? I mean, you've hit on one of the the trickier things for um, Janelle Rodriguez, who is the, program executive that oversees news now. Um, she also oversees nightly and some other things. Um, uh, this is the toughest thing, especially, you know, I would say the, the, the last election cycle on those, you know, those last few weeks of the election, which seemed to never end, obviously, um, uh, that was constantly sort of a balancing act. And I, I don't think there's not a simple answer to it. Um, you know, the, the easiest way to put it is that if we think, something's going to, uh, something's going to break in, 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 an, in an hour uh, that we're on tape, which are frankly few and far between at this point. Um, then we just figure out a way to stay up live, you know, or figure out a way to break in uh, when we need to, which, which NBC news is, is very good at. We've, you know, uh, we break in with special reports on the network all the time, whenever it's, it's needed. So we're able to do that with news now as well. It gives us some flexibility. Um, so yeah, you, but you, you've hit on one of the hard things about live news is sort of being ready. Right. Uh, and so that, that, that definitely is, is one of our priorities and something that the, the team is always contending with. Right. And I imagine like that could figure into the staffing, like you, as you mentioned, you all have been on a, something of a hiring spree. This yeah. Year, I mean, headcount. But, but I would, I would also say that, you know, Again, like one of the advantages that we do have is that um, NBC News is a big organization, and you know we're running we're running uh, simultaneous live news products all over the place. <laughs> so um, you know we have an infrastructure here, whether it's even you know technically within Thirty Rock or our bureaus, from all of our teams out in the field. Um, there's an existing infrastructure that we've been able to build upon and on top of. Uh, that I think is one of the big advantages that we have uh, in this entire space because it allows us to be live when it's needed 
and and to put people in front of a camera who have done their reporting and and know what's going on and can tell the viewer um, with confidence and authority, you know, what's happening. Yeah. And, and what's the footprint of NBC News now at this point? Because like I can watch it on Peacock. I can also watch it on YouTube. You all had it. Distributed we are. Yes, we are basically fully distributed that at this point. Um, we just added Samsung uh, within the past month or so. Um, you know, uh, you can find it on Roku. You can find it on um, LG. You can find it on nearly every single service uh, that's out there at this point. We have one or two to go, but it's basically fully distributed. What's the biggest uh, distribution platform by viewership for you? I would say um, it changes month to month, so I'm not going to necessarily name a winner, but I can, you know, it's it's the ones that, the top ones are the ones that that, that you would think. I mean, certainly, you know, Peacock is a, is a big deal for us, but, you know, we also see it do, do well on Roku and and YouTube and YouTube TV and Samsung. So um, uh, there isn't a clear winner necessarily, Um uh, it just kind of depends on the month and the platform and the, some of the programming priorities of those platforms. Got it. So, I mean, going back to watch time being the metric, what percentage of watch time is happening on a TV screen versus another kind of device? I think it's uh, the vast majority of it is on a TV screen. You know, you're getting some, some mobile, mobile engagement and breaking news, but that's, you know, and that's, this is not a surprise. That's, that's shorter session time. Um, most people are leaning back and watching it like, traditional television and they're just actually accessing it through a um a different device than they get their um traditional tv from got it and i mean this is all we're talking about you know the streaming side but you also have the digital video side of things where you're doing stuff on youtube you've you know had shows on snap for a long time at this point you've also i think we talked earlier this year about checking out TikTok. So what's the relationship or is there a relationship between what you're doing with respect to streaming and what you're doing with respect to digital video or specifically like the social video platform? Yeah. Well, look, I mean, what I'd say is that, that the, the streams we have, whether it's NBC news now or today all day, they're at the center of our video strategy. And, you know, when we're, when we're essentially creating this live news product every day, we're also creating, a lot of inventory of short form VOD that can go across different platforms, whether that's on a traditional website platform, whether it's on uh, our apps in various forms, whether it's to pair with an article we've, we've recently written, um, whether it's sort of reformatted uh, for a social platform, whatever it is. So we very much see these products, these streaming products as sort of pipelines uh, obviously the, the, the end consumer is a streaming consumer, but then we've got sort of branches that go off that, uh, into the web and, and to, uh, our apps and, and into social. So, uh, it's a great source of, of real time supply of news for us. Uh, and in the case of today lifestyle. And so, um, you know, that's a huge benefit and I think a big advantage for us, uh, in the longer term. So are you looking to produce any new original shows that would be exclusive to a Snapchat or a Facebook or a YouTube at this point? I think, I think, you know, I won't go too in, in depth on it, but I would say that, you know, we're going to continue to um, invest in the stay tuned brand uh, and see what we can do there and, and begin to expand that. Um, uh, you know, we've talked before about TikTok. I, you know, we, um, even the notion of news on TikTok is, is I think, something that a lot of 
folks in our business are getting their head around. Uh, you know, we have well over a million followers on TikTok. We've, we actually do do pretty well as that goes, but I, I do think you're going to see us do things more original and native there. But um, certainly the notion of a show and TikTok doesn't necessarily match up, right? Like you don't really make shows there. You, you, you do something else entirely. So uh, you will see us do more original work on those, on the platforms like Snap and TikTok. When it comes to TikTok, like, what are you looking to as the model for how you want to approach TikTok? Like, it feels like the Washington Post has kind of emerged as the paragon to this point of news video on TikTok. Yeah, I think that I, I think the post is, has been quite good, and and um, you know, uh, and and I think in, in, in the news business we talk about it a lot, um, you know. But you know, to be honest with you, like. Uh, uh, I'm not quite sure that there's a great proxy out there yet for, for what we want to do. Um, you know, like I said, we actually probably have more followers on TikTok than the post does. Actually, I know we do, but uh, it, I'm not sure that we've yet landed on what news is going to look like on TikTok for us. And, and I think, you know, I know we have, we have folks thinking about it and, and we're going to be investing there. Um, but I, I don't know that we've somehow either seen or nailed the formula for it yet, because I, I think we're still, very much learning about that platform. Um, but we know it's important for us to be relevant and, and we're going to be relevant there. And I think we're on our way, but yeah, we're, we're still figuring out what is, what does our play look like? Got it. And then like on YouTube, I think when we spoke in January of this year, YouTube in 2020 had kind of become a centerpiece of the video strategy. You all were making more money on YouTube, for example, than on Facebook or Twitter where do things stand with you on YouTube? I mean, it's still a big part of our strategy. It's, it's, um, you know, uh, entire generations of news consumers just get their news from YouTube. Uh, and so we are going to be there in a big way. We'll continue to be there. Um, you know, one of the benefits of, of products like NBC news now and all the, all the inventory and the, um, the, just the volume of news storytelling that we're doing every day. Um, it does benefit, platforms like YouTube, uh, when we look at it from, from the perspective of like the today brand and more of a lifestyle uh, standpoint, I think you, you'll probably see us, um, make some, make some new moves there, uh, and begin to sort of, uh, run a different strategy, which, which we're working through right now. Um, uh, MSNBC, you know, as a brand does very well on YouTube. Um, there are a lot of fans of the brand and, and our, um, and our, and our journalists there. And so, um, you know, it, it's going to be a central part of our strategy. Uh, but again, like our North star really is about these, about these streaming products. And then there's sort of ancillary benefit to all the other platforms that come out of it. Got it. So flipping back to streaming then business model wise, are you looking to change that up? Like CNN is going to be coming out with CNN plus, which is going to be subscription based. Are you all considering or looking to do a subscription based new streaming service? I, I, I think the only thing I'd say at this point is that we're very happy with what we're, where, where we're headed and, you know, to be continued, but we're continuing to invest. So not off the table then. I, I wouldn't say it one way or the other. <laughs> okay. All right. Sounds good. Chris Barron, appreciate you coming on the show. Enjoy okay. speaking with you. All right. Thank you very much. And thank you for listening to the Digiday Podcast. Please don't forget to share this episode with someone who you think would enjoy it. You can even rate us on Apple Podcasts if you like. And we'll be back next week with another episode.